Welcome to Coffee Break with the Dancing Housewife. My name is Antoinette Daytalk and I'm your host. Whether you're a competitive ballroom dancer, a social dancer, or simply someone wanting to learn more about the fascinating world of ballroom dance, this podcast is for you. So grab yourself a cup of joe and join me for Episode 7, Happy Feet, with Aida Dance Shoes, Ilya Kolosov. Ilya Kolosov made his way to the ballroom dance world over 12 years ago without knowing anything about dancing. According to him, to this day, he still doesn't know much, but he's built a tremendous enough following to hold the title of the most influential dance shoe distributor in America. If you are yet to meet him, make sure to do so at your next ballroom event at the AIDA Dance USA booth. Thank you, Ilya, so much for taking a coffee break with me today. Yes, of course. Uh, I love my coffee in the morning. Let's have this <laughs> chat. Okay. Um, I just I want to circle around a little bit regarding the most influential dance shoe distributor title. Is it safe for me to assume that that is a self-proclaimed title? Well, I mean, well-deserved, I might add. But is there is there actually a top distributor award given out? It is absolutely self-proclaimed. Nobody cares about <laughs> vendors until something is needed. Until then. We're not really recognized as humans in my 10 well, years of experience. <laughs> well, I will say this. If there was an official most influential dance shoe distributor title, you would certainly be the recipient. My life, I'm not kidding you. I mean, this might sound a little dramatic, but my feet have never been happier than when I put them in an Aida dance shoe. I'm not kidding. I actually practice in my competition shoes because when my feet hurt, I don't, I don't want to put my practice shoes on. Anyway, I'm curious about your story. You say that you found yourself in the dance world 12 years ago, not having any knowledge of dancing. So I, I'm curious about the circumstances. How did you find yourself being an Aida dance rep? It was an accident, as all things are in life. I was not aspiring to be a shoe distributor when I was finishing business college. And thank you so much for your compliments about the shoes. I'm so glad that they serve you well. Uh, that's oh, all I really care it. about. Yeah. So I was young. I found employment at a shoe store in Manhattan. When I graduated college, I decided that I wanted to pursue something of my own. <clears throat> so because I sold many different brands, I was able to sort of deduce I mean, that this particular brand was um, of better quality. So... I reached out to the manufacturer quite boldly and asked him if he would give me a chance to, to sell them on my own. And he did. And that's it. I just kind of started slinging it in Brooklyn wow. just to see what would happen. It was never, there was no business plan. There was no agenda or a clear path to victory. I was just like, okay, whatever. I'll, I'll do this for now. At the time, I had several jobs. I had a coffee shop in Manhattan uh, that I was helping manage. I worked at Carnegie Hall for a while. I was doing whatever I could to, to survive because at the time, my dad went back to, to Russia and he was just like, good luck. Figure it out. You're, you're now you're on your an, own. A, you're, you're an adult in America. I gave you everything I could. Now it's up to you. So that's what I was doing in my early 20s, figuring stuff out, trying to survive with one conviction. I'm never going to work for anybody again. The, the notion that somebody decides my worth or what I use with my time repulsed me to the point of this 
unreasonable arrogance maybe and somehow i figured it out i i lived in the neighborhood close to where eugene katzen has his dance studio brooklyn dance board club so started hanging out with dancers and learning things about how things work in the dance world in about 2012 i found out that dance competitions exist i didn't know that i i was clueless and the first one i went to was uh nice family the pelopin chucks they have an event oh, yeah. in they have an event called uh, atlantic classic okay yeah i'm actually actually going this this year it's a one day event and i went and i sold six pairs and i really felt like a big big boss like yeah six pairs of shoes i'm in business now and uh whatever it was a proof of concept and i started ordering more shoes selling them I didn't have a car, didn't have anything, so I would rollerblade everywhere from dance studio to dance studio. Uh, would take the train to Manhattan to visit people at the dance studios. And just over time, it kind of grew. My people kept asking, who, who are you? What? Where did you come from? Do, do, you, <laughs> do, you, do you have some family in the dance world? I don't know anybody. And that's it. I just kind of you know, built up. That's such a great story, though, because I think people who are born in the United States and grow up here are sometimes complacent or they don't realize that you can be anything you want if you work hard. I mean, like what your dad did for you. He said, OK, I'm giving you great opportunity. I got to go back home. But you're an adult. Make what you want out of your life. And if more people had that attitude, I don't think we would have many of the problems we do and I don't want to get into politics but it's a great story and it's not an uncommon story for people who you know immigrate here from other countries anyway let's get back to our uh talking about Aida Shoes who who was the founder of the company I want to hear a little bit about that history because someone told me a story and I don't know if it's exactly true but I think parts of it are true that the shoes were developed or designed by an engineer whose wife was a ballroom dancer and she developed painful bunions and arthritis and she couldn't find comfortable shoes. So he, he designed something that was suitable for her. Is that even close to being accurate? Yeah, it is. Uh, his name is Vladimir Kotlerov and he was a dancer um, in, the, in the 90s. And I think he was just curious to see if he could make a better product. And he was friends with people like Karina Smirnoff and Alan Tornsberg and through some experience and trial and error and some feedback was able to come up with a formula that works for men and for women. Well, they're great yeah, so, shoes. They're great shoes. Is it true that they're actually handmade? I'm curious about the manufacturing process. Some machinery is involved in everything. For example, the press. There's nobody strong enough to, to smash a heel into a shank. Right. Uh -huh. Some uh, uh, um, a hydraulic press is is used for that, but yeah, everything is pre-made by hand, stitched by hand. There's nothing notorious or glorious per se about making shoes by hand. What are we priding ourselves on inefficiency here? Whatever whatever we could possibly mechanize, we did. But specific adjustments like triple wide, triple narrow, right. Or something unusual. There's there's a component of, of human hands involved in almost every unique creation. Um, 
So yeah, every single pair is handmade, which is one of the reasons why it takes a while to get it in. Right, right. Um, well, anyway, um, that's enough about Aida. Now we want to talk about Ilya. So you seem to be a contemplative person because you're always putting these interesting social media posts out there. In fact, I saw one this morning, which I thought was really interesting. Um, but what inspires you to do that? Uh, well, thanks for asking. Um, life coaching changed the trajectory of my life in 2017. So I started fiddling with uh, entrepreneurship in 2012. And by 2016, I had enough. Uh, dragging shoes from uh, hotel to hotel in, in duffel bags or shipment boxes, sitting there for 12 to 14 hours, touching feet, dealing with returns and dissatisfactions and entitlements and ingratitude. I, I was... I was wondering what have I done? Maybe I should have just paid better attention in school and and gotten a real job. So I started looking around. Well, what else can I do? One of my clients had a state company uh, or works works at one Keller Williams. So right. I said, like, yeah, that's great. I'm gonna I'm gonna be an adult and get a real estate license and start doing that. So passed my test, started flipping some apartments, helped sell a house. And then uh, a recruiter came in for Tony Robbins in March of 2017, and I had nothing to lose. I signed up. I went to his uh, Unleash the Power Within event. I liked it. It really kind of gave me a, a second wind towards life, and uh, I hired a life coach. And that's when these kind of conversations started happening, and he opened up my eyes. I'm not a shoe salesman. I help dancers manifest their dreams. That's my purpose and I just happen to be selling shoes so my philosophical approach towards life comes from the fact that my second business is life coaching and these, these are the things that preoccupy my mind am I serving God am I maximizing the time the little time that I'm given and that's where all these posts and insights come from right it's a purpose it's um it's finding meaning in life and and a purpose. Um, in addition to being very contemplative, you're also very funny. And if anyone's ever, you know, had the opportunity to, to sit with you and try on shoes, it, it, they will know that they will experience that. So my next question for you is, have you ever pursued stand up comedy or thought about writing comedy, or ever done an open mic at a club or anything like that? You're funny. Of course, I thought about it, but I'm scared. I don't want I don't want to do that. And Besides, I was able to, I was curious too, why am I funny? And through coaching, I was able to, to, to deduce that, where that come from. And it's actually a defense mechanism. If I'm funny, if I'm always cracking jokes, then nobody can get close and nobody can hurt me. So yeah. I've, been, I've been weaning off of the funny because it has been a crutch of my survival. And the jester can never rule a kingdom. Ah. Only the king can, but the jester always is safe because nobody will hurt the jester. Right. So yeah, although I am funny, I, I've I've developed it into a salesman tool to make people feel good about themselves. Whereas before, it was a a mechanism for uh, keeping my distance, protection. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I, although I do want to do stand up comedy, and I love. 
I love entertaining people. I it's not it's not calling me. It's I think I have something else in store for me that I'm just patiently waiting on. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate the time that you've taken to talk to me and um I promise my listeners only to consume 15 or 20 minutes of their time. So I'd love to get you back sometime, but for now, that's all the time we have. I would like to wrap up with um, giving you an opportunity to tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you in order to get help with their shoes. Sure. Thank you. Thank you so much, Antoinette. Uh, our website, aidadance.us, not .com, .us. Okay. Go to the website. There's a window there for a chat. It directs. It connects immediately to me or my my team, and you'll be talking live to either me or um, or my associates. Okay, that's yeah. how I that's how I got in touch with you, actually. Um, oh, and I, 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 didn't know I know you you've yeah. been you've been blowing up my phone for months. I <laughs> I remember. I'm about to blow up your phone for two more pairs of shoes. So oh, oh um, boy. And then the last question is, what? where will you be vending this year? Or at least maybe in the next few months. i got a bunch of events coming up. So Emerald in Los Angeles, first week of May. We never missed that. Uh, Millennium, Michael Chapman's event coming up. Uh, going to go hang out with Igor in Yankee. That's in Boston. Come okay. uh, USDC, of course, Ohio. Yeah. Oh, of okay. course, uh, Gary Gary McDonald with the Manhattan and uh, the Giannico crew with the Empire. Okay. Will you be at Hotlanta again this year, do you think? I intend to. Okay, good. So even if I already have my shoes by then, I'll come, come by and bring you a coffee. Nice. Maybe we'll record our second podcast then. Yeah, maybe. Well, you have a great rest of the day, Ilya. Thank you so much. And um, I'll talk to you again soon. today if you're enjoying coffee break with the dancing housewife click the share button leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and until next time keep on dancing <laughs>